I wonder who here has a good memory. Anyone here? You've got a good memory? What? Two people have a good memory? Three? A few people have a good memory? You can't remember if you've got a good memory or not. Very funny. It's always nice when you've got some jokers in the church, isn't it? I have an appalling memory. I feel like Homer Simpson sometimes, who once said, every time I learn something new, it pushes something old out of my brain. But who can remember what happened on the 20th of July, 1969? Can anyone remember that? Oh, Pat can remember. You think? Oh, yes, moon landing. The moon landing. Anyone remember the 1st of August, 2015? Yep, that was when Jess and I got married. I don't know what you were doing that day, but I was in church getting married. Now, some of you here are very old indeed. I wonder if any of you can remember what happened on the 11th of November, 1918. Anyone here for that? You, you might have been, Can you remember it? No. You know what happened. Did any of, any of this... Do you know what happened? Yes? That was the end of the First World War. That's right. It's called... Anyone know its special name? Begins with an A? It's Armistice. It's close. It sounds a bit like that. Anyone else know the special name of that day? Yes? Armistice Day. That's right. Armistice Day. It's the day that the, um, the war ended and a treaty was signed. How about something a bit more recent? The 11th of September 2001. Does anyone remember that one? Quite a lot of you remember that one, yeah? Anyone tell me what happened then? Ali? That's right, it was the terrorist incident in New York. I was washing pots in a kitchen in rugby. That was my job at the time. How about my last one? The 14th of September, 2007. I suspect quite a lot of people in this building will know what happened that day. You just might not be able to remember the date. Yeah? The last day of the service in the old church. The last day of the service in the old church. It is the date on the cornerstone out there that was laid for this very building. Uh, now, you probably have your own special dates and times that you remember. Possibly your birthday. Many of you will have other special days that you remember. Some of them will be exciting. Some of them might be a bit sad. Some of us find it easy to remember those days. Sometimes, if you're like me, sometimes you forget your marriage uh, anniversary. So we need to find ways that help us remember things. So I have in my study at home, I have a wall and I've got little sticky notes. And when I have something I really want to remember, I write it on the sticky note and I put it on the wall. I also have this, which is very, very helpful. It's my phone, which tells me all sorts of things that I need to do and remember. If it doesn't get in my phone, I do tend to forget. Now, the events in that reading from the Bible took place about 3,000 years ago. And God's pit a very long time ago. I'm not sure anyone, even the oldest people here, were alive then. God's people were under attack from their enemies who kept fighting them and killing them. It was a desperate time. Their enemies, they wanted to either kill them or enslave them. It wasn't really, it wasn't a great thing. And eventually... God's people decided to ask God for help. They weren't always very good at that. Sometimes they tried to fight in their own strength. Sometimes they tried to turn to other things or other idols. We had a strange word, idols, in there to help them instead of God. I'm sure 
that we don't still do that today. Maybe we do. The Philistines drew near with a huge army to attack God's people. And in desperation, they prayed to God for help. And he did. There's that amazing bit in the reading where God thundered with a mighty thunder. And the Philistines were so scared that they ran away. And God's people were saved. They chased them all the way back to their own country. And then Samuel did something really clever. He knew that God's people would say thank you for saving them on that day, but he also knew that they would probably forget quite soon. So he took a stone. Here's a stone. It's quite big. It's quite heavy. But he took a bigger stone than this, and he put it right in the middle of Israel, and he gave it a name. And the name he gave the stone was Ebenezer. It's a bit odd, isn't it, to give a stone... Have you ever given a stone a name? No? You've got a pet stone? You've got a pet stone? No, my friend named the stone Maria. Your friend named the stone Maria. Right, well, well Samuel... <laughs> I've never named a stone. But Samuel named this... Well, not this stone. He named his stone Ebenezer. Now... Here's a tricky question. It was in the reading. Can anyone tell me what Ebenezer means? Got your hand up? Yes? You want to guess? Yes? Stone of help. Stone of help. Well done. Very well listened. The name means stone of help. Why do you think Samuel gave it that name? He gave it that name to remind the people of Israel that God had helped them that he'd helped them and delivered them from their enemies. And he set the stone up to remind them of that so they would say, thank you. Now, I asked you earlier how many of you had a good memory, and some of you put your hand up, but I wonder how many of you are good at saying thank you. You're good at saying thank you? Well done. Few of you good at saying thank you? Not many hands up over here from the grown-ups. You're good at saying thank you. Well done. It's always good to say thank you. We thought earlier, didn't we, about some of the ways in which other people have helped us. It might be people like doctors or people who give us vaccinations. It might be uh, teachers or police. I wonder how often we say thank you to them for the way they've helped us. My mum, it was really annoying, actually. She's lovely. I don't think she's watching. (laughs) She'll be in her own service. My mum, after every Christmas and birthday, she used to make me write thank you cards. Oh, I got, I just, oh, it was so boring. Every time we had a list of presents, we had to write down the name of the person that gave us the present and then the present itself so that when we wrote the thank you letters, we could know who gave us what. And I'm ashamed to say that I used to complain every single time. But saying thank you is so important. You shouldn't be like me when I was little, huffing and puffing. We need to be like Samuel and the people of Israel who were reminded to say thank you to God. Because when we say thank you, it helps someone know that we appreciate them, that we realize what they've done and that we're grateful for it. And when we say thank you to God, it helps us to show him that we appreciate him, that we recognize how important he is to our lives that we can't do everything by ourselves. Like God's people in our story, we all need God's help, though perhaps not 
to defeat an oncoming army from another nation, at least not today. We need God's help to live his way and not follow our every desire. We need God's help to fight against the bits inside us that make us angry and mean and selfish and greedy. The bits inside us that make us hurt other people, whether it's deliberate or accidental. We need God's help to stop ourselves doing that. We need God's help to love and be kind to people that we don't really like. I'm sure that there are some people that you don't really like. And sometimes it's really hard to be nice to them, isn't it? Especially if they're mean to us. We need God's help to love and be kind to other people. And we need God's help to get through sometimes those periods in our life which are difficult, where bad things happen through no one's fault, but sometimes life can be really difficult. And God can help us and give us the strength to get through that. We heard earlier some of the ways in which God helps us. We heard people, he's helped people, he's shown them the way. He's given people second chance. He helps us through other people. He gives us support. He loves us. He heals us. God does all these things. He helps us in so many ways. And so it's good for us to say thank you to him. But above all, above all, we need to say thank you to God for Jesus. Jesus is God's way of saying that you are not alone. Jesus is God's way of saying that I, God, I'm always by your side. Jesus is God's way of finding us when we are lost, when we are far from him. In fact, Jesus himself told a beautiful story about a sheep. Anyone seen a sheep? Yeah, quite like sheep, kind of weirdly sort of woolly. (laughs) Jesus told a story about sheep. Now, if you know anything about sheep, they're really stupid. He told a story about a sheep, and this sheep got lost. And in the story, there's a shepherd who goes far and wide to find the sheep. And when he finds the sheep, he picks it up, and he carries it home. And Jesus told that story to tell us how he comes looking for us when we are lost. He told the story to show us that he is the good shepherd who finds us and brings us home. Now, I don't know how you're feeling this morning, but if you are feeling lost or alone, Jesus is here. He is patient and he's ready to bring us, to bring you home if we turn to him and if we want him to. If you'd like to know more, do please speak to me or someone from church afterwards.